We're up to Kibbutz Avayim. Right, Kabed etavicha vetimecha. And the reward, the reward. The money richu yimecha ladamashe Hashem enokecha notein lach. So we've got a, a mitzvah with an explicit reward. We're not going to discuss the reward today at all. Just the, the basic mitzvah of Kibbutz Avayim. The basic question which sort of presents itself uh, immediately is. Is what this Nathis is doing on the first of the two Luchot. Right? We're generally used to this idea that the uh, Luchot are split into the first five of Mitzvot, Bein, Adam, Lamakom, uh, between us and Hashem. The second five are Bein Adam, Lechavira. And ostensibly, uh, the Mitzvah Kibbut Aveim is the Mitzvah Bein Adam, Lechavira. So why is it on the first five? Um, the truth is, the assumption that that's the division between the first five and the second five is. Is an assumption. Um, the Chizkuni and the Svorno, the Chizkuni much more clearly, um, suggest there are other possible distinctions between the first five and the second five, and it's not necessarily a distinction between Bein Adam Makom, Bein Adam Lachaviru. Chizkuni brings a, a medrash that uh, Turnus Rufus asked uh, Rabbi Akiva. If you go through the first five, the first five is obviously they're written much, uh, in much greater length, but also the name of Hashem appears in each one of the first five they brought. And Hashem's name doesn't appear at all in the second uh, set, in the second Luach. Well, why, why is that distinction true? So, Halachla Rebbe Kiva, Lepalter in Shel Tonus Rufus. Rebbe Kiva dragged, I guess, Tonus Rufus off to his palace. Verelo et romcho, and he said, "Look, here's where your spears kept." Chazav alach lechaklin. Then he went to his chaklin, his mansion, his uh, another grandiose uh, place. Verelo et megino, and he showed him this is where you keep your your shield. Halach lekarmelin. He went to another fancy place. Verelo et shem shamet shuriyono veklezaino. He showed him his armor and his his weapons. Then Then he went to his bathhouse, not bathhouse, his uh, bathroom, his, uh, the lavatory. Why don't you keep things in your lavatory, your weapons, your armor, your shields, or something? Why, why, why don't you put things here? That I should leave things associated with my grandeur in somewhere like a lavatory, which is a uh, isn't such a, a place as Matim for it. So Amala Rabbi Akiva, Kach Bedibrot Harishonot. Ein Sham Ela Derech Kavod, Ulakach Nichtav Sham Shemosh Kodesh Baruch. Abachamesh Achronot, Medaba Beritzicha, Beniuv, Keneva, Eidos Shekech, Bechimud, Loratalas Kishemo Behem. So the reason his name doesn't appear in the last five is because they are not actions of Kavod, Mukhubad mitzvahs that talk about great things. They're the despicable acts, each one of them. And therefore, Hashem's name doesn't appear there. So that's, that's the first explanation of why Hashem's name doesn't appear in the second five and doesn't in the first five. The Chizkuni carries on and says, another Peshat, the first five are Bein Adam Makom, and the second five are Bein Adam L'Chaveiro. So clearly the first explanation here is a different explanation. That there are two types of, uh, if you like, ways of uh, Avadas Hashem. There's Avadas Hashem's of actions which are mukhubad, and even refraining from um, Avadas Rai's, a certain way of giving Kabbalah to Hashem, and refraining from Hazkar Shem Shemayim of Atalar is, 
is, uh, is a kavod for Hashem. So those mitzvot are kavod for Hashem, even if they're not specifically ben adam lemakom. So that's one way of solving this problem. But yes, ben kibudah ve'eim, we understand I'm honoring my parents, and therefore it's ben adam lechaveroah. But, but nevertheless, there's no problem being on the first five because that's not really the distinction between the first five and the second five. And that's all well and good if we accept that distinction. But the classic distinction between the first five and the second five is Ben Adam Makom and Ben Adam In which case you have to explain why Kibadav Aim is actually called Kibadav is actually considered a Ben Adam Lamakom. So to do that, just, just to define things precisely. What exactly is the distinction between the mitzvah Ben Adam and Ben Adam Lamakom? So it sounds like a silly question. The answer is, well, it involves another person, then it's Benadam Lechavero. If it doesn't involve another person, then it's Benadam Lechavero. But it's not really correct to uh, define the distinction between them in that way. Take, for example, the mitzvah of Brit Mila. Is that Benadam Lechavero or Benadam Lechavero? Right, it's definitely Benadam Lechavero. Ah, but it involves another person. So there, the distinction's clear. It's true that I'm doing Brit Mila on my son. But it's not been a damnachavero because I'm not being doeg, I'm not worrying about the needs of my child. The mitzvah involves my child, but it's a mitzvah which is directed at, at a college baruch, who's filling a, a, a mitzvah of Hashem and, uh, rather than the need of, of another person. So, despite involving another person, it's definitely a benadam lemakom. What's benadam lechavero? Mitzvot which are based on the need of another human being. Now, obviously, I do those mitzvahs also because Hashem told me. But the goal of the mitzvah, the Haggadah of the mitzvah, is to worry about the needs of another person. That's what defines it as a Adam Lachavero. So you have, like, cute stories of Gedolim. I once heard, uh, I think, uh, I heard in the name of uh, Ravar Salavechik, a Talmud, uh, came to visit him. And he said, oh, I came to the mitzvah of Bikur Cholim. So he tells me, what am I, an etrog? What am I, a lulav? Right? In other words, if you're doing Ben Adam and, and your whole goal is just to use the person as a chefza in order to fulfill Hashem's mitzvahs, that's not Ben Adam Lachavero. Ben Adam is to really be doing for the needs of the other person. Um, and that's what, what gives it that status. So uh, that's what we have to explain by Ben Adam, by that the goal isn't specifically to worry about the needs of my parents. That would be if it was true. There was Ben Adam Lachavero. The goal is to do a mitzvah of Hashem, to, to giving kavod to my parents is an action which is important for me to do. Kafi Shemayim. And the definition of the mitzvah isn't to provide their needs, but to do acts of kavod, which Hashem thinks is an important action that I should do. Um, if, you, if you like, the mitzvah is more focused on my feelings of kavod, my expressions of kavod towards my parents, as opposed to fulfilling their need and uh, giving them uh, something that they need. Um, what's the nafkamina? So the min chaschinach, you know, which means you could be called, you know, kobetz nafkaminot lechakirot hayuduot, something like that. It's like, min has this genius to come up with a nafkaminot, the things which are difficult to find, nafkaminot between. Uh, he says, very simple nafkamina for all bein adam lechavero, bein adam lemakom. Um, 
Teshuvah. When you want to do Teshuvah on Bein Adam Lemakom, then you just do Teshuvah. But Bein Adam Lechaveiro, how do you do Teshuvah? You have to ask person Mechila, Ad Shi Yirtzet Chaveiro. Teshuvah isn't Mechapeh. Yom Kippur is not Mechapeh. Ad Shi Yirtzet Chaveiro. So he says, it might be you don't find any specific nafkaminas between Kibbut Aim and uh, whether it's Bein Adam Lemakom or Bein Adam Chaveiro. But the basic bottom line, what were you pogea in? If, if, the, if the mitzvah is defined as, as giving kavod, fulfilling the needs um, of, of your parents, so you'd have to ask them and, and pacify them for, for what you did, the lack of kavod. And only then could you get uh, The lack is you didn't feel the kavod, you didn't express the kavod, which Hashem seems to was it's important for you to express that kavod. So then it's just a bit on the makam and, and uh, it would be easy to, uh, well, easy, but uh, all you'd have to do is to shiver and that would be sufficient. Um, so basically, we're already defining in Londos as well that the mitzvah, the two ways of understanding the mitzvah come up with basically two definitions of what you have to do. If the mitzvah is ben adam chapeiro, the goal is work out what are the needs of the parent and the mitzvah is to fill those needs. And if it's ben adam chapeiro in the makom, then it's about the child expressing and feeling the awe of his father and expressing that understanding, that relationship that he has with his father that, that, that evokes feelings of awe and to do things that express that. And uh, the real nafkamin is what do you have to do? Um, what if there are things where the father doesn't really need them, but, but nevertheless, it's an expression of awe to do them for the father? Um, so if if the mitzvah is, is because of kavod you owe your parents something you have to fill their needs so anything isn't about a father's needs even if he has a wish, a desire for them if he doesn't have a need then that's not included so there's a whole discussion in Poskim uh, or in Rishonim and then the brings down Shulchan Aruch about Shidduchim can a parent be makbid on, on the shidduchim of his child and say, I don't want you marrying this person? So, the simple response of many possible is say, no, that's, that's not included in the mitzvah. The mitzvah is kibbutah the aim to provide your parents' needs. Your parents' needs do not include who you marry, and therefore it's bichlal not included in the mitzvah kibbutah the aim, and the person can marry whoever he likes, and the parents can't protest. Uh, but if the mitzvah really is awe, to feel the awe of one's parents and feel and see them as a, the guiding light and, and do nothing that, that poger in your awe um, that you feel for your parents, so then lichora, even when it comes to your parents expressing what you should do, which doesn't affect them, maybe that's included. A parent, the father, a father says, uh, run around the block ten times. Out of awe, you have to do it, even if you're not providing anything to your parents. So, it's possible, but there's also a way around it. It could be that uh, there's a limit, limit to how far your obligation of showing awe goes. It's showing awe by, by providing. Uh, but to change your whole life, to undermine your whole life by marrying somebody uh, else, not the person you want to marry, maybe that's a limit to, to what's included in Kippur So that's a whole discussion, and uh, we won't go to the chorus on that specifically. Uh, another very simple nafkamina would could be the ability of a parent to be mocha on kavod. 
So here, Bechorah, the Gemara is very explicit. Ha'av, shemachal al kavodo, kavodo machul, Gemara in Kedushin Lamed Bet. That uh, if a father is mocher, it works. You know, pretty much everyone, when there's a bit of kavod, it works apart from a melech. Melech can't be mochel on his kavod. Um, apparently because it's not really his kavod. It's, 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 it's necessary for them to be, uh, everyone to feel kavod for the melech in order for society to, to run well. Right? And everyone to be, have the fear of the, of the king. But when it comes to a parent, why can a parent be mochel? Simple answer, because it's his parents' kavod. And the mitzvah is to give them kavod because that's what they, they, I owe them. And therefore if they're mochel, then I don't have to give so it seems a very clear uh, indication that we're dealing with the mitzvah of uh, Ben Adam Lechavero. But, again, it's not entirely clear. Why is it not entirely clear? Because even if the mitzvah is me to express all of my parents' stature, if my father's mochel on me standing up when he walks in the room, then, then standing up is no longer an expression of, of awe. If he doesn't want me to stand up, he says, you don't need to stand up. So I'm not showing a lack of awe by not standing up when my parents come in. In other words, his mechila knocks off actions which can be expressions of awe, which are clear expressions of awe. There's still a mitzvah of, of kibbutzavay. It's just each of the actions he was mocholam don't are no longer necessary. Now, it could be there's no practical enough kamina here. But if if it's ben adam once he's mochel, there's no mitzvah at all. Because he doesn't feel, feel it's a need, so there's nothing to do. He was mochel on, on me giving him kavod, so it's no kavod due to him. But if it's bein adam l'makom, then I'm still basically mechuyev. It's just these actions don't technically fit in to what I need to do. Um, now, one, one very clear expression is the, the ritva on that Gemara and Kedushin. The ritva says it's true, you can be mochel, but it has a limit. Hilchata ha'av, this is the ritva. It works. You don't long have to give them kavod. Ella the hidu bai. You still have to do what's called hidu, which is the uh, the bottom lift. Right, as you go past, just lift up your bottom and bow a little bit. That you still have to do hidu. Don't stand up. Now, well, what's the point of the ritva? I think it's expressing exactly what we just said. It's true then can be moich on their kavod, but there's a limit to how far you can go. Because you still, the basic element of showing awe, for you, you have to do. And I think the river holds that this little, the bottom lift that you bow over, is, uh, that's for me. That's for me to recognize he's more important than me. He can't be mochel on that because it's a need for me to feel the awe. All the actions that I might have had to do for my father, so that he can be mochel on because that's for him. And even if it's not for him, it's for my feelings of awe. Once he's mochel, they're no longer actions of awe. But the most basic need that I should uh, recognize that he's special, that, that you can't, uh, that you can't uh, forgive. Okay, so there's two, uh, two really sides of this uh, whole discussion. Lechore, um, it depends on, on what the, the reason uh, for the mitzvah of kibbutz of the aim is. Like, why is it we have to be mechabed our parents? So here I'll, I'll just quote two opinions uh, in the Rishonim that, that really fit on each side of the, uh, the Chakira. The Sefer Chinuch says, says very clearly. It's mitzvah lamed gimel, mishorshei ha-mitzvah zo. The, the root of this mitzvah, the Sefer Chinuch always explains the tamei ha-mitzvah. Shira'oi lo la-adam, shiakir, v'yigamol chesed, 
The root of Kibbut Aveim is Hakaratotov. Gratitude. Gratitude isn't really, it's more gratitude. It's recognizing what a person received. A person should recognize. They're the reason a person exists. If they weren't around, they didn't exist, you wouldn't exist. The Chinuch says this is two things. First of all, the very person's very existence. Everything a person ever managed to do for his entire life is only a product of the fact that his parents were the cause of his existence. Even if it wasn't intentional. At the end of the day, the parents are the cause of his very existence. And a person has to recognize his existence is dependent on his parents. And therefore, that recognition demands kavod. The Chinuch acts in as an extra point. They also looked after you when you were a child. They also actively, intensively gave you. But the real shorish is, is the idea that our existence is dependent on our parents' existence. And that recognition demands kavod. Even if uh, you know, a person feels the parents weren't uh, nice to him, has a bad relation with the parents, there's, there's still a, a kavod which, which exists. Um, that is the, the reason of the Sefer Chinuch. According to that, it's very clear that we're dealing with a mitzvah. Recognition of, of what the other person did and a sort of debt. It's almost a debt, so you have to pay back. That's Ben Adam Lachavirah. But the, uh, the Karim gives a totally different explanation. Karim is in the Sefer Karim in Mama Shlishi, Pereglap Chavav. Uba'avuze, Baha Dibrochamishi, Shu, Kabedet Avicha, Betemecha, Lazir ala Kabbalah. Kabbalah here means the Masora. There's a need of Kibbut Avein to ensure the, part, the transmission and the passing down of, of our Masora. How does that work? The only way that you can pass down tradition is when there's a hierarchical structure to society. That each generation looks up to the previous generation, and that generation looks up to the previous generation, and then you can pass down all the yisodot uh, and all the rules and all the uh, the um, that each generation had can carry on to the next generation. In other words, there's a need to create that structure in society. It's not that I owe something specifically to my parents, and maybe I don't owe anything to my parents, but there's a need that I should look up to the previous generation as something special. In order there will be a, a, the channels open to pass the Masorah down. And I see my parents as one link in the chain of the Masorah. And they see their parents as a link in the chain of the Masorah. And they saw their parents as a link in the chain of the Masorah. And that allows the Masorah to be able to pass down. That is the uh, explanation of Sefer Chinuch. According to that, it's called nothing to Vakaratatov. It is an objective need that Kodesh Baruch wanted in the world that society be structured this way. And we're clearly dealing with. Uh, with the question of Ben Adam, Le Makom. Um, now, uh, suggest a, a few nafkaminas, and, and use these nafkaminas as proof to at least one side of the Chakira. Um, the Gemara Kiddushin discusses the question of whether there's a mitzvah after the parent passes away, which should be a nafkamina. If it's about Ben Adam or caring about the needs of another person, once a person's dead, it's a little bit tricky to talk about their needs. It's not impossible, but, but Pashtus, once a person dies, there's no real mitzvah of 
bein adam lechaviro. But the Gemara says no. But motokate. So the Gemara says there's a way of there's a mitzvah kivod aveim even when a person dies. Uh, same Gemara in conditions we saw before. The Gemara in Lamed Aleph. Heyomed devashmo bepiv lo yomed kachava abba. Ela kachama abba mari haredi kaparat mishkavo. Person quotes something in the name of his father. He says to him, "As my father said." He said, "It was what my father, my master said, and I should be a kapara for him." Um, another Gemara, Gemara Bab Mitzia Samach Bet, seems to say the same thing. Heniach lehem avim parav etalit v'chol dvar mesuyam. Person was Yerush. Various items in his father's estate, but what was included in the father's estate? Things which the father had stolen. That's what they're talking about there in the Gemara. So the father left a number of stolen items um, in his rishos. You have to return them. Chayvim lachzir mipnei kavod avihem. So here we're talking about a case of Misuf uh, Kibadav. Again, this is after the death, but and it seems to imply the Misuf Kibadav applies even even after death. But then the Gemara carries on and makes another point. It says Hani mipnei kavod avihem mimachayvi. One second, is there really a Misuf Kibadav aim here? So the Gemara says, so one second, why is there a Mitzvah Kibbutz We're talking about a father who was a, a thief. He was a Russia. The Gemara says, there's no Mitzvot of, of uh, Kibbutz Avaim when you're, when you're talking about a Russia. So the answer to the Gemara says, no, Kedama Rabbi Pinchas, which made the Rava, but also Teshuvah. So you're right. If the father was a Russia, there's no mitzvah. If the father's not a Russia, he's a tzaddik, so he understands the mitzvah. There's a Russia, there's no mitzvah. And why should it be no mitzvah when the father's a Russia? So if it's a karatatov, I still have to have a karatatov. If somebody gives me something and he's a Russia, I still have to have a karatatov. He gave me, he gave me my life. So he's a Russia, but he gave me my life, I should have a karatatov. But if we understand somehow looking up to your parents is, is recognizing the hierarchical structure of society, it's like giving kabod to Hashem through your parents, or giving kabod to previous generations, like the Sefra Ikarim said, then I can understand. If my father's a Russia, then he's not part, he's not part of it. Looking up to him doesn't help. He's not a link in the Messiah. And therefore the mitzvah ben adana makom, of honoring parents, because I don't, you know, Parents somehow represent Hashem, or, or because to what the Sefer Karim writes, to allow the Messiah to pass down. So that wouldn't apply to a father who's a Russia. So we have uh, two pieces of evidence here. Number one, the Mitzvah applies even after the death of the father. And number two, it does not apply to a, a Russia. Now, those two pieces of evidence would seem to suggest we're dealing with the Mitzvah, Bein Adam, Lamakam. No, sorry. In fact, it doesn't apply after the death. So it does apply after the death. And uh, it doesn't apply to a Russia. It seems to apply both of those, and it's talking about Mitzvah Bein Adam, Lemakon. Great. Except in the Rambam, it gets a bit tricky. Have a look at the Rambam. The Rambam Paskins, both these halakhas. In Hilsus Malva Velova, the Rambam Paskins straight out the Gemara. But when do you have to return the stolen property from a father who stole? Ram says straight out, He quotes the Gemara Bab Sounds like if he's a Russia, you don't have to be Machabetim, uh, only if he did Teshuvah. And in Hilfus Mamrim, 
Ram Pasmas Khaib Lam Khabda Afiru La Achamoto, even after he dies. Apparently. Uh, it's a bit of Lam Makom. So there the Ram Paskans look both Gamara straight. What's the problem? Later on in Hilfus Mamrim, the Ram Paskans, Perek Vav Halach Yudalov, Afiru Ayavid Rasha, Ubala Virot, Machabdo Mityarein and Hindu. The Mitzkibdalayim or the Rasha. So now one the Ram seems to contradict himself. Right? In, in Hilfus Mamrim, the lobby said you don't have to Machabid if he's a Rasha. Now, he only if he did Teshuvah. And now he's saying, even with right now he's a Russia. There's a mitzvah kibbut What's going on? And uh, secondly, um, he's contradict the Gemara. The truth is no contradiction at all. Because the Ramah Paskan the Gemara precisely. What was the case of the Gemara? It wasn't just talking about a father who was a Russia. It's talking about a case of a father who died and is a Russia. And Rama adds that element in when he quotes the halacha. In other words, the Chiddush the Gemara is the father who dies and died as a Rasha. There's no mitzvah of kibud avein. And from the Rama's Pesach, we find that you need both elements to get rid of the mitzvah. If the father was alive and a Rasha, there's a mitzvah of kibud avein. If he died, but he wasn't a Rasha, there's a mitzvah of kibud avein. Only when he died and was a Russia, there's no mitzvah kibbutz of the aim. So what does that tell us? There must be two different mitzvahs here. If the father's a Russia but he's alive, there's mitzvah kibbutz Why? Only because of hakaratatov ben adam And if the father died but he was a Russia, there's a but he was a sadik. So I still have to be mechavid him because the previous generation, and it's for me. To recognize the goddess of the previous generation, even if he's dead, but, but he was a tzaddik. So there you only have But if he died and he was a Russia, there's no reason because of Bainadam Khavera, and there's no reason because of Bainadam Lamakom. So it seems the Ram holds that really there are Svedinim here in the midst of, of, of Kavod. Um, another two uh, quick uh, expressions of this. Uh, the Rebbein Ketubot, the Kuf Gimel, expands the mitzvah of of uh, Kibbut Avein. It says like this. The, the Pasuk has Etz, right? Kaved Et Avicha, Kaved Et Imecha. What do we learn from the, the Et? It always teaches us a sort of a ribbon. So the Gemara says, Et Avicha Zo Eshet Avicha, the wife of your father, even if she's not your mother. Your stepmother. The Et Imecha Zo Baal Imech, your stepfather. Vav Yetera, the extra Vav, the Rabot et Achicha Gadol. So there's a mitzvah of honoring step parents and a mitzvah of honoring your, the big brother, the oldest brother. The Gemara adds, Hani Miri Michaim, Avalachamitalo, you only have to honor when the father's alive, but not once the father has died. So what's the logic here? While my father's alive, I have to honor my stepmother and my stepfather and my big brother. But once my father dies, there's no longer a mitzvah. What's the logic? So based on everything we said, it's obvious, right? Why do I have to honor my stepmother? 
It's Bein Adam Lechaveiro to my, my father. As long as my father's alive, honoring my stepmother is giving honor to my father. And it's part of the car I talk to my father, I show respect to my stepmother. So it's only when my father's alive. But once my father's no longer alive, there's no need to feel awe towards my stepmother. It was just a way of demonstrating my Kakarasatov to my, to my father. Um, the same with stepfather um, as well. So it seems this Kamara seems to imply that really the basis of Kavid Aim is is Bein Adam Lechavero. And that's what allows it to expand, but the limitation to how we expand. But if we look in the Rambam, the Rambam makes two modifications here. Have a look in the Rambam here this month. So here is Mufurish in the Rambam. You honor your step parents because only while the father's alive, because that's covered of the father. There's no independent halacha of kibud step parents. It's a din of kibud av. It's a way of giving covered to the av. But then the Rambam adds in the thing. Until now, it sounds like everything's Doraisa. There's an additional halacha. It's to honor the oldest son like your father. So the Rambam has two modifications. One is Mufurish. That it's only the Rabbanan. Step parents, parents are the Raisa. And the oldest brother is only a the Rabbanan. But there's another distinction if you read the Rabban Badiuk, which is Chayim. Is it really, is it only when he's alive or even after father dies? The Rabban only makes the distinction about being alive or dead by step parents, but by the older brother, it sounds like even after the father dies, there's still a mitzvah to treat the oldest son like, like the father, which would mean that the mitzvah kibbut achagadol is an independent kavod, which I have to have for the achagadol. It's not a way of honoring my father, because my father's already dead. So what's the dinder of so here again, the Rambam says, you have to do it. Apparently, the, the oldest son is the head of the household. Once the father dies, he takes the place of the father. So it's not really true, Midaraisa. But Midarabana, Chazal goes there that we should see the oldest son as the caretaker of the household. And therefore, even once the father goes, you have kavod due to him. That's not necessarily, is that, that's not kavod for the father, it's, it's a separate din. It's about all. I don't have Hakarasa Tov to the oldest son. He didn't produce me. I'm his sibling. But out of ensuring a hierarchical structure of society, if he's the leader of the household, I should show him Kavod. Finish off um, by suggesting that maybe there are actually two totally separate mitzvahs. Um, the mitzvah of Kibbutz Abbey is repeated twice in the Torah. Once in the Saracen Libras, each time, Kabed et Avicha Vetimechem. There's another time it appears, Vash Kadoshim of Ish, Imov Aviv, Tirau. You should have Yira. 
There's a difference between the mitzvah kavod and the mitzvah hira. And we ask ourselves, well, so what's the difference between kavod and hira? So the Ramah tells us, the Gemara Kedushin uh, makes very, very clear the difference between the two mitzvahs. Um, What is Mora? What is Kavod? What is Yira? Sorry. And what is Kavod? Mora, not to stand in his place. To sit in his chair. Shouldn't contradict what your father says. Or even agree with what your father says. Your father's having an argument and you go, My father's right. He doesn't need you, Schnip. Right? He doesn't need your, uh, your comments. Who are you? To, to be Machrir and your father's Machlaikas. It's a lack of awe. So that's Yira. Kibbut, what's going in Kibbut? Machir, Machir, Machishkeh, Malbish, Machaser, Machnis, Vyonsi. To give food, drink, to provide the needs of your father. So based on what we've said, it would be very nice to say that's exactly the difference between the mitzvot. Really, Kavod is around providing needs, which is based on Hakar Satov, for the fact that the father and the mother are the cause of our existence. Whereas Yiras Horib, Mora, Right, ish, There, it's really about about all, and therefore, what are the examples? Not standing in their place, not getting involved, understanding that I'm less than them. I don't have a right to be my career. I have a right to argue. I'm not giving anything to my parents. I'm recognizing my stature vis-a-vis their, their greatness. So it could be that's really the distinction between kibud of the aim and and uh, and yiras of the aim. Um, has that all fit in with uh, the two luchot? So, until this last point, we can't even say kavod was really yira. And so it made sense it was on the first of the luchot. Uh, then we suggested maybe there's two aspects of kavod, which explains why maybe it's on the borderline. You know, it's the last of the ten of the first five, because it's really also involves the Bein Adam Makom, but it also connects to the next five, which are Bein Adam L'Chaveiro. The last, what we just said, that makes a clear distinction between Kavod, which is Bein Adam L'Chaveiro, and Bein Adam Makom. So then we're, we're forced to say that Kibbut uh, is just Bein Adam L'Chaveiro. And, and we have to say, like we saw in the Chizkuni, the distinction between the first five and the last five is not but rather a different uh, distinction. Said, what can?